Hey, this is Matt, and uh, welcome to the State of CRM podcast. I'm here with Ben, and today we're actually going to talk about the CRM landscape. So we're going to go a little bit more high level and basically discuss some of the major players in this space. And there's three specific layers when thinking about CRM, which we'll talk a little bit about, and ways that marketers can think about uh, tapping into different capabilities within those layers when they're building their own CRM stacks. Yeah, exactly, Matt. And these three layers actually are the data layer, the intelligence layer and the activation layer. Um, the goal is really to share a little bit more on this. Each of them uh, today, uh, what we see on the uh, on the market, uh, the, the landscape on, on the ideal stack, or, or what can you build as a stack as a marketer uh, to uh, fulfill your needs uh, and your communication uh, strategy. Yeah, exactly. And there's um. I think marketers need to kind of think about each layer separately, but there's a lot of overlap as well, especially when we start talking about some of the major players. So we'll get into a little bit more of the details around which, what like each of these layers is meant to achieve and sort of why companies have developed within those spaces. But it's important also to note that there's sort of three different groups of, of solutions uh, within the space. So you have point solutions that kind of fit specifically within each of those three layers, again, being data, intelligence, and activation. And then you have uh, players that are more broad. So those are broken up into two categories. You have closed ecosystems, which are uh, essentially companies that have either built or acquired other companies and created closed ecosystems of full cap stack capabilities. Once a marketer taps into one of those capabilities, they tend to buy into that whole platform and be somewhat locked into that ecosystem. And that's uh, like the uh, Adobe's, the Oracle's, and the Salesforce's of the world. And then in addition to that, you have cloud platforms, which we've actually talked a little bit about uh, in previous podcasts, which we invite you to check out if you're interested in those specifically. Uh, but those are like uh, Microsoft, uh, Google GCP, and uh, and uh, Amazon, Amazon AWS yeah, as well. AWS. Yep. Yeah, and and that's uh, just to be sure that say everyone understand that's uh, the fundamental of these layers. That the data layer, for sure, is here to collect your data, to organize the data, uh, and to prepare or leave this data available for any activation or inside, but that's where the intelligence layer is important because having a lot of data and collecting all this data doesn't worth anything if you don't do something with it. So the intelligence layer is really to help you to get insights uh, from this data, to be able to take decision based on this, uh, on this data set. Um, and the activation are the channels and the channels to activate the data and the, the from the intelligence and, and uh, the strategy you might have built uh, on your data. Um, I mean, we know all of them, uh, I mean, and they are growing year after year, but uh, that can be SMS, text, push app, email, for sure, uh, uh, push uh, web. Uh, we have call center, direct mail. Dig um, <laughs> I was about to say digital, but uh, I mean, display on digital that can be, uh, I mean, a lot of different things uh, and all these channels that are, are, are activated uh, um, in the, in, with smartphone or on, on the digital uh, world. And, uh, um, yeah, exactly. And I think, um, 
You know, and I think ultimately the goal for marketers is to be able to reach consumers in a multi-channel way to be able to get them to, you know, either drive awareness or to convert in one way or another. But it kind of all starts back uh, at the data layer. And like, yeah. that's kind of the beginning of, of the marketer's journey. So, so, so Matt, what's the getting a little bit deeper in this data layer, what can we say about, about how it's built, what it's meant for, how, how, how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So I think thinking of this layer, I mean, this, this, this even exists because over the last, you know, 20, 25 years since, since digital really started to take off, and also data collection methodologies and capabilities have become a lot more sophisticated, we kind of went through this era where there was a lot of data Companies didn't really know how to make use of it. It was difficult to store. It was difficult to action. Uh, they knew there was value there, but there wasn't necessarily a way to sort of bring it together and unified in a way that, that marketers could really take action with. And that's that's really what companies in this space have sort of designed their capabilities to achieve. So you have sort of two categories. You have data collection which is really all about data scraping. So um, consumers leave footprints in different ways. First of all, there's consumer attributes, who they are, demographic data, things like that. Then you have what they're doing online. So what they're browsing, what they're searching for, that's another data element as well. And then you have sort of the customer data, what they're purchasing, you know, are they a loyal customer? Are they an infrequent purchaser? Are they a lapsed customer? Things like that. Um, and then you have your own in-house like transaction data, things like that. So it's all of this data sort of sitting in silos. And it is possible to action that, th those data sets, which, uh, you know, actually tiny clues can help you with. But um, there are companies that actually have developed capabilities to make that, make that data more um, unified and to make it easier to take action on. And that's really where the second element comes into play. And that's really data storage and synthesis. So we've talked a lot about CDPs or customer data platforms, um, and they've designed their capabilities to essentially not just store data, but to be able to connect the data together to make it actionable so that when we start talking about the intelligence layer, it's kind of setting that data up in a way where it can be analyzed. You can run deep learning and AI on it and make it actionable for activation which we had mentioned is is the long-term goal yeah so what you are explaining that the cdp will centralize the data gets all this data pipeline from all these different sources if you have stores that can come from your your store system the the the, the i mean the call center all these different systems that are collecting data points interaction with your customer your consumers and bringing that together unified around the, the consumer uh, the, the, and, and basically that's just getting one ID per consumer and getting all these data points, this thousand of data points uh, in the interaction the brand or your, your, yeah, your, your company can have with uh, the consumer, making them available and easy to consume for the intelligence layer. Yep, 100%. And, and we're talking about like, you know, CDP specifically, we're talking about companies like Amparity, which have built sort of that, that warehouse capability. And then from a data collection perspective, you know, you have Shopify, you have Magento, these companies that, that, are, that are basically designed capabilities to be able to scrape specific data sets. And then um, what, what marketers are doing is using those CDPs to bring them together. And then that kind of brings us into the intelligence piece. Oh, and before we move on to that, again, it's important to note that... Uh, those major sort of cross-layer players or multi-layer players 
uh, both from the closed ecosystem perspective, which again are you know Salesforce, Adobe, Oracle, and sort of the open cloud platform, which is like Google GCP, have capabilities in different ways that, that sort of sit within these layers um, as well. Yeah, so what do we do uh, with uh, all of this data? <laughs> the, the intelligence layer, what's, what can be done? Uh, what's, uh, what's the, the purpose of this, uh, of this layer? Yeah, and that's a, that's a, I mean, obviously that's a great question. So I think like it's great, data for data's sake isn't very valuable, right? It's the insights that you can pull out of it that actually bring business value to, uh, to marketers. And that's really what the intelligence layer is, is all about, is taking raw data, whether it's structured or siloed or in an in-house data lake, however you have it set up, and basically uh, through an analytics and intelligence, whether that's deep learning or, or, uh, or what have you, uh, being able to turn it into something that can be used for activation and can be used to, to build stronger relationships and convert consumers. And that's, that piece is really what the intelligence layer is all about. And there's, there's kind of different players again in this space. So we can't, we can't mention the intelligence layer was sort of without mentioning sort of the broad stack uh, platforms again, but um, I think what's what's unique in particular is when we start talking about the cloud platforms, they actually they may they actually will generally partner with more point solutions that the marketers can tap into from an intelligence perspective, and that's actually where Tiny Clues fits in. So whether you're a GCP client or not a GCP client, we can work with you, but we're part of the GCP cloud ecosystem so that. Uh, clients of GCP can sort of tap into Tiny Clues, um, and using us as an example, like we've developed capabilities over ten years specifically designed for this intelligence piece, and that's running deep learning, uh, sophisticated algorithms to be able to identify and predict buying intent, so that marketers can be able to um, use that to essentially target those who are most likely to buy specific products in their catalog. And the way that we're, the reason that we're able to do that is because we can sort of take data from the data layer, ingest it, and run intelligence on it. Um, but we're not the only players in the space as well. It's important to note, like, there's a lot of the CDPs that are just sort of starting now, uh, maybe a little bit behind, but developing their own segmentation and targeting capabilities. Um, I think in a way we're sort of seeing more and more, not necessarily consolidation, but I think like um, movement into other layers as companies start to look to compete. Uh, so I think like, again, we've talked a lot about this in the past when we talked about um, cloud ecosystems and headless CDPs specifically, but um, we're, we're starting to see sort of like to like, again, three areas sort of point solutions, but I think we are starting to see consolidation there. The cloud ecosystems, which are more flexible and sort of leaning in on point players to be able to bring into their ecosystem, offer value to their clients that they can tap into as needed. And then sort of the closed ecosystems, which have largely over the years cobbled themselves together through acquisition and sort of development as they've needed to in different areas. Um, but again, the intelligence layer is really all about transforming that data through insights or into insights that can be used for activation in the long run. Yeah, that's what we do every day with our clients. I mean, that's a... Uh, we, we, if we put that uh, in a really short sentence, that's we help our clients to leverage all this data uh, that all companies are collecting and, and uh, they, are, they are sitting on uh, and leverage this data to take the right action and the right audience in CRM whatever the channel is, and that's uh, what we'll talk uh, in, in a minute. So what are the channels? So what, what is this activation layer we are, we are talking about uh, that's 
what are these activation layers? That's the way to activate uh, this intelligence on, on different uh, uh, messi- with different mes- messages to, uh, to consumer, to the final consumers? Yeah, absolutely. It's about kind of using, um, I mean, activation, we, we all know it's about reaching customers with your message to be able to get them to, to take some sort of action. It could be, uh, it could be just you know, general awareness. It could be purchasing your product, visiting a website. But in order to do that, you need to reach them across the channels that they're available on. So that includes uh, email, as, as we talk about a lot, uh, digital display and video, social media, SMS, in-app push notifications, web notifications. So these are all different touch points that consumers can potentially have with your product or your brand. Activation is all about using those touch points to be able to, to influence consumers in one way or another. And once you've sort of used uh, or you've transformed your data which is all, like we just mentioned, the intelligence layer is all about taking that data, building insights around it so that you understand which channels to reach your consumers on and how to reach them, and also which consumers should be reached on each channel, dependent upon what you're trying to achieve, whether it's selling a product or drive awareness, et cetera. And within the activation layer, you kind of have, um, you sort of have like broad players, the, the marketing cloud. So like Google has its own marketing cloud ecosystem that includes um, access to its search inventory, uh, DV360, uh, DoubleClick, and so on and so forth. Adobe has a marketing cloud as well. So does Oracle, so does Salesforce. And that's all about like ingesting insights to be able to activate multi-channel. Yeah, and that, that, I mean, I mean uh, you, you mentioned some of them already. I, I have more... Uh, here to 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 uh, mention, but uh, yeah, again, that we we uh, if we are and and if we are activating more uh, messages to pu- through push, no- push notification that can be uh, through airship or, or batch, but uh, uh, that can be uh, other player that can be Criteo for retargeting that Facebook ads we mentioned uh, Google too that every of this channel I mean as is. Its own speciality, uh, or, or the, the the pro and I mean the pro for some time in the in the in the journey of the customer, uh, saying that okay, that's can be in the inbox, in email inbox, that can be in the mailbox, that can be on display. Um, all of that uh, build the global journey of the consumer uh, and leads to a better relation. The goal is to build a re- better relation to uh, to between the brand and, and the consumer. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, it's important to really make sure, obviously, the, the end goal is to build a stack that's end-to-end and seamless. So from starting from data collection and, and storage all the way through to activation, making sure that one system can speak to another. And when thinking about multi-channel activation, uh, that becomes so important. So it's if you have this layer of intelligence that can tell you how you should hit consumers, who you should be hitting with which messages, like the, all of the information that your data can provide from an insights perspective, it needs to be able to connect into or to be able to speak to those different platforms. So whether that's the marketing cloud that you're 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 currently using, or if you are, as you had mentioned, using more point solutions to reach people through SMS or even, even non-digital channels like direct mail, yeah. like you have to be able to connect that data into whatever you're using to be able to activate on that channel. And, and that those systems need to speak together or you're gonna run into a situation where you're having, you're gonna have insights that can't be, can't be activated against. Yeah, or, or the, the other option is that you'll have all these activation uh, layers that are not talking to each other. 
Uh, and uh, because you don't have this intelligence layer before this, uh, this activation, uh, you will get your customer to the different uh, activation channels and uh, they don't talk to each other. So they, they can't, they, they don't know, they can't optimize the, the journey. They can't uh, know that uh, you, Matt, you received an email and so uh, my, the other channel will send you also a push. It, maybe it's not intended. Sometimes that can be intended to, uh, for you to get, receive twice the message with different channels, but the, the, so the fatigue, the pressure and the fatigue won't be managed correctly. And this connection with an intelligence layer, uh, which is bridging the gap between the data and the activation is really important. Uh, and and there, are, there are plenty of them. I mean, that's, uh, we, we are specialized in, in CRM and, and uh, this, I mean, in all the channel uh, in CRM, but there are a lot of, uh, of ways to do that. I mean, the other intelligence platform help to optimize the website ex experience. How do you personalize a website based on data you have on the consumer? Um, that's another way to, uh, to activate, but you need the intelligence to activate that on the website. Yeah, 100%. And I think too, like each channel is, as you mentioned, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anyone right now in this space that can understand all of the channels, exactly where consumers have been hit and then optimize towards the right mix. Like that's still sort of like the holy grail. And to be honest, it's not something I, I even under, I even believe is, is necessarily achievable because I think that's not necessarily how how people buy. Like, I don't think there's an optimal mix, but like you said, it's, 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 it starts at the intelligence layer so that when you, when you have those insights, you can use them to optimize to each channel specifically, but then also understand how consumers are being reached across those channels so that you're not uh, over messaging. But yeah. like what, what works for SMS might be different than email. And, uh, and you can't sort of look at activation layers in silos, even though there's different point solutions. And even the cloud capabilities generally don't do everything from an activation perspective. So um, really, I think like to your point, it's an interesting idea. The intelligence layer can also sort of be that point where you start to unify that, that cross-platform active, cross activation strategy. Yeah, and, uh, and to your point also on the, at the beginning uh, of the discussion, it, you can't, I really think that you can't be an expert on every uh, topic. So I think mean, that's, that's really easy to have a lot of uh, solution features or, or channel available uh, in, a, in a solution. But um, ultimately, you will, as a marketer, you want sometimes to be more precise. You want to be, uh, you want more feature, more, more, more specific things from, from a tool perspective for one channel, for one area of activation, and maybe less on, a, on another one uh, for another brand that will be something else. And this is the real challenge uh, for marketers that how to build a sustainable stack for the strategy on the long term. How do you build that uh, and be sure that it can evolve with your, your strategy at the pace of your the evolution of your strategy and at the pace of the evolution of the behavior of the consumer. Uh, we saw that recently with, uh, I mean, uh, behavior changed a lot uh, in, in the past year. And if you are not 
equipped, uh, you don't have the tool that's able to be to let you be agile and change, adapt your strategy and change the way you communicate, uh, you are stuck in the past and and uh, you are losing you, you are losing the game uh, basically. Yeah, and that that I think like you know when consumer or when consumers and marketers are thinking about you know, really what what they're looking to achieve when they're like, let's just say they're sort of at the beginning of sort of exploring where they want to bring in solutions. Um, you know, ultimately, obviously, like resources are somewhat scarce. Uh, you can't invest in everything. So I think like it's important to make sure that you're sort of like understand the track that you want to go down and like what the benefits are. So and I think that that that's that's kind of where in my mind, like I'm um like, I think, like, it's it, with the closed eco- ecosystems, it can be a little bit tricky. Those are huge investments. And again, we're talking about, like, Oracle, Salesforce, Adobe, et cetera, uh, because you might just be at first starting to look into capability, like, oh, I just need, like, an email delivery system, and that's what I'm looking at. But all of a sudden, once you invest in that, in order to, when you're starting to look at data unification or getting systems of intelligence in place, they're not interoperable with other platforms. So then you've sort of locked yourself into a situation where you're going to have to invest in additional features within that ecosystem. So, and there's, some of them will be great and some of them will be less developed. Like, let's just be honest about that because, um, you know, they've essentially grown by, by acquisition and by investing in areas that they don't necessarily have the same level of expertise in. So I think marketers really need to think about like, they, not saying that those platforms are are invaluable or not valuable, but that is a situation where they may be sort of locked into that. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing now. And then, like obviously, other options being, you know, there's the cloud route, which allows you to be able to, I think, like a really effectively start at sort of the data layer, get your data unified in the cloud, and then you can sort of tap into the point solutions that are partners within that ecosystem and develop what you need from an intelligence and an activation perspective to to be a little bit more flexible, but it, it tends to mean that you're not as locked in. Or you can kind of build your own stack of point solutions. The challenge there being is you need to make sure, once again, that those systems can speak to each other. Because if your CDP doesn't speak to your targeting and intelligence capability, and that doesn't connect into the the channels that you want to reach from an activation perspective, you're going to have a broken stack. And that's that's going to hurt your ROI on your investment. And it's going to make it really difficult to have an effective marketing program. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, we know that marketers uh, have a lot of ideas every day, new ideas of new program, new communication, and that's evolving and, and, and progressing. And that's, that make this job, uh, interesting. You need to think the same way about your stack. If you, you are this marketer making all this plan and this, I, I want to test this new messaging, this new creative, this way of communicating to my consumer to see if that's better uh, for them. What are their feedback on that? But you are stuck with the same tool yeah if you are locked in with within a set of capabilities that just prevents you to do this uh, all these things so you can't have a mindset on the the idea of the creative or, or the messaging in a way and being equipped uh, with another mindset i mean we are in another mindset so, so that's really something that we 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 believe that it's the right path to make progress over and over and continue to improve what you are doing. And the good news is that you don't need to start with a, 
a big thing that you don't need to have all these features that are that sounds good but you won't use for uh, before the <laughs> I mean for the next eight 12 months uh, you can start with what you need right now and you know that when you have additional steps or milestone uh, coming you'll be able to add uh, more more tool more platform more intelligence uh, depending on uh, depending upon what are your needs uh, of the of the the period the quarter yeah i think that's that's a good point and i think like to that point around sort of like thinking about what you need now and what you need in the long term you know it's about again sort of what can bring you the most value in the short run but also where does that long term investment rely, lie yeah. but like also pacing your investment so the capabilities that you can onboard now should once again and we've mentioned this already but be able to fit in with the stack later on and that's kind of like uh, what we're, we've been focused on at Tiny Clues is really, and I think the intelligence layer in and of itself gets overlooked. Like I think marketers sometimes look at the ecosystem as being data and then activation and kind of forget about that middle layer. But that middle layer can actually be a bit of a unifier if you think about it. And, um, you know, from our point of view, you can use us while you're onboarding your data into a CDP because the activation layer sort of allows for you to be able to, to bridge the gap between the two. So um, whether your data is unstructured or structured, working, working with an intelligence partner, and then you know making sure that that partner can evolve with you as you sort of get your data unified and structured in the way that you want it, whether that's an in-house data lake or, or a CDP or whatever you're looking to invest in, then your data is going to be ready to be actionable, but you don't have to wait until that happens to start getting value. And I think, you know, we hear time and time again from marketers that we speak to, you know, oh, we'll, we'll worry about, you know, running AI and do better targeting and, and advanced analytics once we get our data in place, like once we have a CDP or once our data lake is built. But the reality of it is, is if that takes six months, if that takes a year, a year and a half, you've lost potentially millions of dollars in revenue while trying to invest in this. And yeah. that, that to me is, is where marketers are making a big mistake. You, if you build your stack right, you can do that, but you can simultaneously improve your activation capabilities if you focus on the intelligence layer. And I think that, that probably to me is the most overlooked layer when we're thinking about the stack. And that's kind of why we decided to break it up into three, where I think traditionally the industry tends to be looked at sort of as like data and activation, but they don't really talk about the thing that connects the yeah, two. Yeah. And, and, uh, and maybe, I mean, something that's a takeaway for, for, for the audience uh, today is that you can find all these topic and, and this uh, intelligence layer, at least subject or features or, or presentation in a lot of, I mean, in with every players. Uh, as you said, Matt, there is a lot of overlap between uh, also this, this different uh, player covering a lot of ground in data, data, data collection, data platform, intelligence and activation. The thing is that if I, if I have to, if I can share, I mean, uh, the way I was working uh, in, in the past and I'm still working uh, at Tiny Clues is that you don't buy a PowerPoint <laughs> slide. So if you want uh, something, a feature, or you want to activate a channel, or if you want an intelligence, uh, a tool that brings intelligence on your data to achieve a specific use case, look at what was done in the past. 
who are the, the other, your competition or, or are the other player working uh, with this, uh, this tool? What is the expertise? I mean, you can't be the expert of every topic at the same time. So, uh, yeah, we see a lot. Uh, we, we, talk, uh, we don't talk a lot of the, of the AI and the engine we, we, we have and we built, but we built that for years, improved it, uh, as you said. Uh, uh, we are focused only on that. So we are on the very fine-tuning of every single piece of this uh, solution. And that can't be the same values as precise, uh, as effective as someone uh, or bigger uh, stack that has an AI feature somewhere in the list of the 20 last company they bought that are not uh, plugging uh, and connecting to each other. I mean, there is really, uh, I mean, there are a lot of uh, analogies on, on uh, this, uh, on this uh, concept, but yeah, the, the best of breed, if you really want to push a little further in your strategy, and sooner or later you need to, to go to the, into this direction, and that will be, that will be very, very much too bad to be locked in with a single ecosystem. Uh, not necessarily a s one vendor, but sometimes some ecosystem, even if that's some different vendors, uh, that's that's same ecosystem that is not open to all the solution. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, in closing, it's really thinking about short-term investment can yield ROI. You don't have to start thinking about intelligence and activation after you know, I've got my data in place, but you do need to be thinking about the th whatever I'm investing in now is going to be impacting the options that I have later on. So who I choose to, to partner with from a data perspective, where I'm getting my intelligence from, and then the channels I choose to, to run on and who I choose to partner to be able to activate across those channels. It has to be a long-term strategy. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna, you're gonna trap yourself either in an ecosystem Or you're going to be in a situation where the solutions that you're using aren't going to be able to work well together, and, and that's the reality marketers will, will end up facing. So uh, it's okay to think short-term, invest short-term, get that ROI, but also you need to be thinking about what the long-term play is for your stack. Yeah. Drive all this track, the three tracks at the same time, step-by-step, step, instead of uh, just achieving one to the end and starting the next one. That's not uh, linked to this way. Absolutely. So that was a great topic today. Uh, we hope that uh, gave you a little bit of a nice uh, overview on, on the landscape. And um, if you have other topics, if you have questions, please send them to us. We'll do our best to, uh, to answer and to bring our point of view uh, on that. And we'll see you or send you a, a new uh, episode next week. Um, have a great week. And talk to you later. Bye.